Unplanned Trek. Hello and welcome to Unplanned Trek, the show whose nacelles fell off and we never found them again. My name is Andrew. <laughs> and I'm going at impulse. My name's Isaac. Welcome you are Andrew. Yes, how, how are you mate? I'm good. Have you had a good week? I have a fantastic week actually. Excellent. Well, I've got, I've lined up a special guest from our friends at the Trek Ranks podcast. We've no got, way. We've got Jim Morehouse. Hello Jim. Wait. Way, total way, the true way. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Jim. Jimo, how you going, mate? I'm good, man. You guys are in Tasmania? That's right. We're, well, apparently. We're, we are where Biddle Coldridge wants to be in that episode of Deep Space Nine. Correct, yes. Yeah. I love that reference. Yeah. It's a great Star Trek uh, Tasmanian reference. When, when that episode comes on, we cheer. When that episode comes, we get everyone from Tasmania in the room and we all cheer when he says Tasmania. Yeah, which, Tasmania! Which, which, like, everyone in the room takes about, like, you know, three three minutes to organise. <laughs> it's you, me, and our cousin. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, Jim, um, whereabouts in the States are you from? I am in the San Diego sector in uh, California, uh, here in the beautiful United States. And from your oh. memory, does San Diego appear in any episodes or reference to it? Oh, that's a, oh, you know what? That is a great question. Oh, I'm happy with that as an answer. I think, oh. I think there might have been, I think, no, I, that's a really good question. I don't think so. It might have got a shout out in Future's End when they were talking about the earthquake that everything was underwater. Uh, that's a Voyager one, right? Later. Uh. Yeah, they talk about, they talk about, Janeway says, yeah, this is all underwater because of the big earthquake. Uh, 30 years from now, which is like five years from now. Oh, dear. So. Well, we, we better hurry up and do this podcast. It could be worse. It could be it, it could be New Zealand. Oh, yeah, the penal colony planet. Yeah. The, the, and by penal, you mean penis. <laughs> the truth is, San Diego is exactly like Australia. Oh. We, the, the beach, the, the weather, the, the humidity, it's all, it's very, very similar. The I've awesome hats. It doesn't. Ha- it doesn't have Andrew, so I might move. <laughs> we, we should probably move on. <laughs> okay. Um, I've got here. I called parallels. Remember me too. I thought it had a, a lot of remember me sentiment about it. Yeah. Look, it did. But I actually, I, I, I actually find that this episode one of my favourites. Um, like, um, oh God, what's the episode? <laughs> Encounter at Farpoint? No, don't be. Uh, you haven't given me much to go on. I haven't gone. Um, okay, so um, time... time Cause and effect. Cause and effect, yes. I got it. From Thank that, you. From, from time. From, I just, the word yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. No, no, because actually, and I watched it last night, and I think that Parallels is better than Cause and Effect. Huge call. Yeah. That's, I think that's right. I need to look on track ranks right now and see where where, oh. I, where I have those where I have those two ranks. But listen, they're both classics. But it's funny you said that about remember me because I had never made that connection until I was watching it this time. You're right, excellent. And I was like, ah, there's a lot of similarities between between the two. Yeah, um, I'll do a little bit of a recap while you're having a look where you've got it in in your ranks there, Jim. So. Yeah. Essentially, Wolf's come back from a bat left tournament where he's won. Congratulations to Many Wolf. people were named. Yes, yes. That, yes, they were. Champion standing. Yeah, the, the championship standing, yeah. And he's come back... Well, par- parallels is 19, cause and effect is 32 on track ranks. Wow. Anyways, keep going. I reckon, I reckon I'd have cause and effect top five. For me, it also, it's a bit nostalgic because it's the episode that got me hooked. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. listen, they're both classics, and mm. they're all it's all personal. Yeah. So, I, I'll, I'll tell you, my thing is that I like. My, I always use rewatchability as kind mm. of my number one thing, and cause and effect is kind of the same thing over and over and over again. <laughs> so by definition, it's rewatchable. Really <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Actually, when you watch cause and effect, it's rewatching. You're watching it over and effect. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, keep going. 
Yeah, thank you. So, yeah, Wolf comes back from a Bat Left tournament and has a birthday party. He does. Um, which he wasn't impressed with. No. Got a painting as a present. And and then thing, time keeps on a slipping. Oh. Um, he... He gets tr- transferred to different realities where only he is the one that is aware of it. Oh. Um, and he works really hard at getting back to his home reality. Meanwhile, we see really cool... Hang on. Does he really work really hard? Other people work really hard at getting him back. <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> o- we, other cool things we see is Ogawa becoming a doctor. We see Wesley Crusher randomly becoming a lieutenant and having Worf's job. Yep. Um, and little things like the com badges being different. And I had a question for you boys. Was it the same bridge as yesterday's Enterprise? Yeah, right. It's the same with the white. Uh, yeah. No, they put that big chunky thing on the back of the... Um, the okay, the thing, that, the thing that goes behind the... Um, the, the, the horseshoe. I yeah. think that's the official term, the chunky thing. The chunky thing? <laughs> Thank you. Because, like, it's, it's the thing that Worf never gets to fucking sit down. Right? There's no chair there. No, there's no chair, right? And they put a chunky thing in the middle of it, which is how we know that, oh, my God, it's a new universe. Yeah, I, I've got a feeling it's the chunky thing from yesterday's Enterprise, but I haven't done any research. I've watched the show. That yeah. was my research. So, well, anyway, it, it could be... It might not be. Enterprise also raised the chair, so I'm wondering if this one raised the, the chair too. I can't mm. remember. Oh, high chair. <laughs> no, there you go. Not that chair, the captain's chair. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The best high chair in all of in, in Next Gen is, of course, Q's chair from Inganifar Point. It's on a crane. Yeah, the crane, crane chair. crane chair. Yeah, wouldn't you want one of those in your lounge room? I've got one. You've, you've got several. Really good. Uh, it's two or three. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's my recap. Um, Andrew usually does a slightly alternate recap of the episode for people that are tuning in today but haven't necessarily watched Parallels or Parallels lately. Yes. So, okay. So, my recap of the episode would be basically um, Worf goes on a massive bender, mm. has... 27,000 different... Prune juices. <laughs> I wasn't going to say prune juices, but I will now. Um, and no one else knows what's going on. That's a, that's a shorter synopsis than mine. The end. Yeah. Excellent. Well... Except I think it was 285,000. Oh, good. I'm, I'm, glad someone's bought the, I'm glad someone's bought the receipts. I, I did do some notes, but I didn't keep stats. You should. I should have, shouldn't I? Yeah. We're still learning. We're still new to this. You should, you know? really. Do yeah, I know. It's in the, it's in the Google reviews. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I think it's time that we hit our first segment. If you didn't like Chrysalis, then you were not alone. But is this one better than the voyage home? So, as the sting tells us, we are looking here to see if this episode is worse than Deep Space Nine's Chrysalis, or if it's better than Star Trek for the Voyage Home, also known as... The one with the whales. That's right. And this could be an interesting chat today. I have one note that I wanted to throw at you before we consider this. Oh, gee, dude, it's a bit early for that. I know. But as they do in Chrysalis, we got a song in this episode. Oh my god. We've got happy birthday to you sung happy in Klingon translation. Um, but yeah. I've got I've got a bit of research on that. You've got you've got research? Yeah, okay. I'm 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 ashamed that I've actually done research. I think we've gone parallel too, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's <laughs> let, let, let's listen to this impressive research. They didn't do um the actual happy birthday to me episode like song because it costs so much yes to buy the royalties for that song warner brothers make like two million a year for that song existing yeah yeah exactly yeah. So, and, and warner brothers sponsor our show happy of course i um, do happy warner brothers everyone yeah, and please make <laughs> make lots of batman films could you you know you fucking idiots all right Mac Reeves, you, can Mac Reeves. Tell, you can always tell when they don't pay for the rights when they do for he's a jolly good fella. Yes. Mm. Well, they basically they basically That's did what it was, right? for he's a jolly it good Klingon. Oh, was that what it was? Oh, yeah. Because it wasn't actually happy birthday. It was. Okay, you've, you've bought way too many receipts. Are you sure you're remembering it or are you looking at the lyrics on your computer? This is how my Star Trek mind works. 
It's a good. I literally was thinking it was happy birthday until I started singing it, and then I went, oh, wait, no, it's actually for you to jolly your fellow. They didn't pay for the rights. You were right, Andrew. Oh, okay. Well, that's, never heard that that's, the only, no, that's the only time I've ever been right on this show ever. Um, but I did actually, I did actually read that. Yeah, well, congratulations oh. on the reading. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, um, I, I read words. Yeah, but going back to the question, it's obviously far better than Christmas, so we're going to ignore that part of the question. Oh hell's yeah! But given that you've got it so ranked highly in your next gen, is it actually better than the one with the whales? Look, it's actually close because I love it. I. I I love the episode because you're like, you sort of gradually work out that Worf is jumping in and out of realities. And um, it's, it's, it's what Trek does best. Mm. Um, and, you know, I, I think probably, probably what makes it not as good as the one with the whales is it doesn't have whales. I think it's hard to compare to because the one with the whales has more time to tell a deeper story, mm. whereas this is... Strictly confined to the forty-four minutes, and in, including songs. Yeah, okay. I mean, like the the theme tune takes two minutes. That, you know, you good know. point. Um, so it doesn't have that much. We might ask Jim what he thinks. Jim, do you would well, you, if I, you had to I watch love one? This barometer. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things about unplanned <laughs> Trek is the barometer of chrysalis versus. The one with the whales, yeah. aka the voice home. I mean, it's definitely better than Chrysalis. That's not that is not debatable. Uh, I'm with Andrew. It's really close. This would be right. I think just a little bit behind the voice home, which is my all-time favorite film. I knew I liked so, it. So yeah, I knew I liked it. And it's because you knew Carlos. Right. It's because it's whales. <laughs> it's because of the whale that they were saving. You know, a a fir tree. Then parallels would be number. And what? there's a universe where they do save a fir tree and go back. Right? Mm. And what about now. what about if they were actually like in 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 Star Trek Four? If they were saving um, octopi or um, no, dolphins, I'd still be on board with that. You'd be on board. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, what about if they were saving? Um, I don't know, like um, William Shatner's career. <laughs> no one. <laughs> Well, okay, that would have been the greatest like movie of all time. From Enterprise? What was that? That's a deep cut. I said like Sluggo. They were saving Sluggo from Enterprise. Deep cut reference to an early Star Trek Enterprise episode. See, I went the, the name of... Four listeners are going to be like, oh, I know who Sluggo is. And yeah. We're going to be like, shut that guy up. Yeah. Anyway, keep going with I'm thinking Sluggo might also be the name of the child that um, Tom Paris and Janeway had. Oh, well, there you go. What if they were saving the salamanders from threshold? There you go. There's nothing wrong with that. And salamanders would have been good in the voyage home as well. Mm. So it's not the animal of the voyage home that makes it great. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Can we move on? Okay. So we're saying almost, but not as good as the voyage home. Yeah. Part two of this segment is if this was the first time you'd ever watched Star Trek, would you go around for a second episode? I absolutely would. I love time stuff. Mm. 100%. Yeah. This, is like the, this is a great episode to introduce somebody to Star Trek. Good point. I'd be, you'd watch it. again. Oh, like, no, no. I'd be like, the best thing about it was I'd be like, who's this wolf dude? He like, he's kick-ass. Mm, mm. He's like, he yeah. like cuts people up and shit and yeah. stuff, <laughs> you know? Um, and he's got, like, a missus who's, like, smoking hot and stuff, but he doesn't know that he is, and I'd be totally up for it. Yeah, see, I used to be dismissive of this episode because I just wrote it down as this is them trying to set up that Troy and Worf are going to get together in the final episode. Uh. I, I kind of just thought that was the reason for the episode, so I didn't look at it closer to go actually go, this is a really good story, you know? Um, and it wasn't... Fascinating. Yeah, it wasn't until this rewatch that I've actually gone. This is this is really good. I'm really enjoying oh. this episode. Yeah, and we've done quite a few that I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, um, very good discussion there. Um, I, I really enjoyed that segment. Did you? I uh, thought that it might have been a chance I would have been recording a new musical sting, but uh, oh. we'll, we'll put that on the back burner. It's my it's my favourite segment so far. Oh, thank you. Out of the one we've had? <laughs> All right, let's see if we can beat it. The Riker.
Pornhub. And it's now... <laughs> I'm keeping that in. I'm keeping that. Mornhub. Mornhub. So for new players, this is where we look at any romance that's happened in the episode. We defer to Riker as our barometer. As in, if Riker would have done it, it gets a point. And if you didn't go as far as Riker, you probably won't. Although it's a very low bar, because if Riker wouldn't have done it... No one would have done it. <laughs> Riker gets points for sitting down on a chair. What was that, Jim? You're pretty much guaranteed a point. Yeah. <laughs> and surprisingly, he's not leading this medal. No. But a member of the Enterprise crew is. It's Dr. Crusher. Oh, my God. That's, that's fast. That's, I love that. Yeah. Actually makes sense a little bit. She's a... Uh, Ghost fucker. Yeah. Sorry, did I say that loud? Yeah, yeah, but you did. That's why we've got that E symbol, so people know Um, not to listen to us in front of kids. Good, okay. I've got um, one for consideration and one definite. So the definite in this episode is Worf and Troy. They had a bigger farewell kiss than you and me do when we finish recording our podcast. Thank God for that. (laughs) Um, But it was also, it was, did, did, did you think it was very contrived? It was Contrived. like the whole episode was was sort of trying to shoehorn their romance together. And, yeah, again, that's kind of why I've been dismissive of this episode previously. Mm. Because you you don't like to shoehorn... Oh, I thought, I thought it was contrived. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. right. But mm. about you and me. <laughs> you and me, we're definitely contrived. Yeah, yeah. extremely. Yeah. Um, but, yeah... Wait, you guys dropped out for a second. Are you telling me you didn't like... Uh, Riker, uh, Worf and Troy together, is that what you're saying? You think it's contrived? Yeah, initially I, I thought that. I will say that it's, I mean, they put, they first started this in Eye of the Beholder, right? Which is like three or I think another ten episodes before this one. It is kind of contrived because they're kind of just throwing into the seventh season, but I love it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I love them together, I don't care what anybody says. Mm. I, I ship everybody. Any time they put somebody, I'm like, ah, I love it. I think so too. Like, I feel like it's contrived, but I feel like it worked. And mm. it does set up well right. the final episode. But I actually really bought that Troy really liked Wolf in this. Like, um, the acting in it. Yeah. Mm. Like, Troy couldn't believe that there was a universe where they went together. Like, I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Good writing too, but yeah. I, 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 I bought that. But yeah, huge final kiss. Like, I might stop. Watch ran out of batteries by the end of it. No way. It was a great kiss. Whereas I just skipped. You skipped. You were jealous. Skip. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I get jealous of, of Troy as well. Um, yeah. The other one I wanted to consider, though, was um, after, as you guys um, corrected me before, after they sang for, for He's a Jolly Good Fellow mm. in Klingon, Worf got a kiss from both Troy and Crusher um, as a happy birthday treat. And I was wondering if that was uh, mourn-worthy or if it was just being nice. Uh, it's probably the only two female characters in the main cast. Yeah. <laughs> yep, spot didn't I think it was just being nice. Yeah, I, uh. I don't think it's mourn-worthy either. So we'll give a, a point this week to Worf and Troy for their later romance, but not for the, um, not for the birthday present. <laughs> okay, you can, you can do that. Thank you. Thank you. The Captain Jean-Luc Picard Medal And now we're doing the JLP Jean-Luc Picard Medal Thank you very much And of course the Jean-Luc Picard Medal is, 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 is a, It's a bit the same as, you know, the Brownline Medal in Australia It's a bit the same as you just give it to Dusty every year Right yeah. For being the most awesomeness of awesome in the world. And a lot of our listeners, and indeed our guests, won't know what we're talking about. Correct. Um, yeah, but that's true. I don't <laughs> give a shit. Okay, yeah, I know you don't. Oh. Well, he's my all-time favorite character too. Yeah, he is a good Thank character. Yeah. Dusty? Yeah. Oh, dude, you've, you've never... you Just Dusty, his haircut, it's magnificent. Yeah, there we go. Excellent. So, um, for new players to our podcast, the Picard Medal is a three, two, and one that we give out to the best characters for the week, and we have invited Jim to do the votes, and he knows what he's doing because he's his podcast is all about ranking. Oh, he's got the bat left out. He's also. I got the 
Oh. Okay, don't don't cut don't cut your head off with that dude. Okay. Alright, that's dangerous. Yeah. It's impressive. Yeah. Okay, do I start with number one or number two or number three? Let's build up. So go with the okay. third best and we'll finish with we'll finish on a high note. Okay, getting one point is uh Commander Riker for all for Ooh. I I'll tell you why, because at the end, man, when when I just really like seeing Riker at the end when he uh, when he is trying to get Worf back to the ship, and he ends up on a ship with uh, where Picard's not there, right? So Riker's the captain, mm. and they talk about Picard having uh, been lost with the Borg, and then they get on screen, and there's another Riker sitting behind Picard, and Riker tells Picard he misses him. And all this stuff's going down, and then that other Riker pops in from the universe and says, We won't go back! We won't go back! We're gonna fire more phasers! So many Rikers! I had so many Rikers, and I love Riker, and so Riker's my number three. Fantastic. Deserved. Absolutely. Okay. And number two, I'm going going with Troy. I I consider Jordy, because he's a big part of this, but... I'm going with Troy because she does. You, you talked about it a little bit. She does everything. She's she's leading the surprise birthday charge, which which I love. She's super happy. She translated the freaking birthday song, which now we realize is for oh. he's a jolly good fellow. She's hanging up the painting. Mm. I he asked her to be his stepsister, which is quite a lovely scene. Her soul gene, her stepsister. Or whatever that is. Uh, she, has, she has kids with Worf. Oh my God, they have children. Mm. Troy and Worf. And How does that work? They have children. And then, uh, <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure it works pretty damn well. And the <laughs> last thing on the list, we already talked about it, the kiss. I love that kiss. It's one of the best in Trek. And we, we haven't done top five kisses yet on Trek ranks. That would be huge. Man, be that, so, that might be in my, my picks. So who are we giving the three votes to? So is the three votes going to the kiss itself? No, the three votes is going to... Worf! Worf! Ah. He's the man! Worf, full stop. Excellent. He's the guy won champion standing. Uh. He champion standing. Of course he's going to get the... Oh, three and many, many competitors were mm. maimed. Yeah, he that's did. Right, that's right. Didn't he also finish ninth and not compete at no, all? No, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Worf in red at the end. Ooh, nice little. Yes. Nice little preview of what we're going to see later. Deep Space Nine uh, looks awesome. I love it. Yeah, he love does look good in red, even in season one when he's in red too. Yeah, he goes yeah. all right. Oh yeah, that's right. He's in season one. He's in red. Yeah. Everyone's in red in season one. Season one doesn't count. O'Brien! <laughs> O'Brien, yeah. Miles! Miles! And don't even start about I'm my not, I'm not going to. Um, the other thing I was going to say earlier is, you know how I was confused about the bridge? It might have been from yesterday's Enterprise. It could have also been the battle bridge that we never see. Oh, you love the battle bridge. <laughs> I love it. Why, why, are you, why are you so in love with the battle bridge? Because it's like... It's, it is like the source of separation. We never see it. Yeah. But we know but it's there. Like, you, you have massive, like, 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 ridiculous sex excitement about the Battle Bridge. It's because it's better than the bridge. Okay, it might yeah. be. Okay, I don't know about that sex excitement, and I don't <laughs> know about it being better than the bridge, but the Battle Bridge is pretty cool. Come oh. on, Andrew. It's pretty great. Look, and does it? Go to the battle bridge. Shit is going down. No, it's but awesome. if you if you go into the battle bridge, right, you're going to have bean bags for comfort, and <laughs> you're going to have like um, a fridge. No, why is there no fridge it's not, on the bridge? That's on the recreation bridge. This is the battle bridge. This is where you're going to get it done. No, fuck that shit. Right? <laughs> okay. So if I'm going into battle, I need to go and get a beer. At oh, some point, right. because it's like this is going badly, and I really need to. This is why there's no Australians in Star Trek. Yeah. Okay, because we'd all go and get you'd on have, the piss. Have, yeah, we would. <laughs> Basically, we'd be like, okay, well, this is shit, so it's all gone to poo. So when, when we're the last country to join the international charter, that exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. we're holding out. Oh, that's right. That's oh, right. Because yeah. going into space <laughs> is really shit. <laughs> It's cold. It's very cold. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold, and there's no beer. 
Right, okay. Well, we did get a lot... We got quite far away from the Jean-Luc Picard medal by the end there, but... What a surprise. You know what? We'll bring it back. Oh, no. The Keiko O'Brien medal. The Keiko O'Brien medal. Well, this is this is actually a very unique experience for me because I took notes last night. This has never happened. Mm. Um, my notes <laughs> don't. Actually, he's checking his notes, people. I can't verify. Now, there's a couple of things. My notes are in English, but they don't make sense. So just okay. They're not in Klingon. Oh, well, no, no, kapla. <laughs> Yes. Good to see you too. I did. Yes, yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right. But um, anyway, um, the Keiko O'Brien medal is for the complete tool bag of the episode. Mm-hmm. And the best bit is that I didn't have to work real hard because the my one vote mm-hmm. goes to Riker. <laughs> Great. But <laughs> it's prime Riker in the first scene. Oh, the the I'm having a I'm not going to give you a surprise party. Jokes then, on you, I am. But then he gives a yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. that's exactly Riker surprise party wanker one is what I wrote. I almost said that. I know yeah. because like okay, so dude, you know that your mate Wolf doesn't want a surprise party, so you a give him one, and then you b tell him you're not giving mm-hmm. him one. It's like. Don't do that, you douche trumpet. And as Jim said, this is champion standing. You don't want to aggravate no. Wolf. It's not like he came ninth or didn't compete. No, he'll stuck a bat lift up your, up your bat lift. Anyway, mm. look, the point being, I thought that was pretty dodgy, right? So he gets he gets okay. one vote for mm-hmm. that, all right? Um, then there's a few notes I've written that don't make any sense and they're not in English. I can verify, guys. Okay. Um, second, second vote is... Dodgy Riker 2. As opposed to Dodgy Riker 1? Yes, correct. Okay. Now, Do- Dodgy Riker 2 is the one who didn't want to go back to the universe. Yeah. Right, be- yeah. extreme bearded. Mm. Oh, extreme bearded. Yeah. So so this is the Riker that where the Federation has lost to the Borg, and, and we're doing well, pretty badly. And also, we don't know anything, right? We just know... That's that true. He's just, but... he's just like, okay, all he knows... <laughs> So think about it. All he knows is there's 370,000 enterprises all hanging around together and we all have to go back to our own universes, but I'm not going back to my universe because my universe is a bit shit. Because, you know, like, like you know, because, because Jean-Luc Picard got killed and I can't buy my favourite, like, brand of soft drink and, like, I don't know why I'm talking like this, but... Um, oh, it was a very good Riker. If, was, if I jumped in now into the podcast, I'd be thinking, he's freaks on this episode. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and then he shoots the shuttle. Like, they shoot at the shuttle. It's like, fuck off, Waker. Don't do that. <laughs> That's really dodgy. So he gets... He, he should get, like, 10,000 votes, but he's only getting two. If I know you like I do, is a third Riker getting points this week? <laughs> Um, I will confess, I didn't get to three votes. So there's not a three voter. I thought you were going to say you're going to give the third vote to the person that, on the production side, that decided to have Jordy lie naked on that table covered by a handkerchief. Oh, no, no, no. I'd I'd give them a lot more votes. (laughs) I mean, what was that choice? I was I was entirely happy with that. I was more distracted that Ogawa can go from being a nurse to a doctor. Like that's not an obvious promotion. No, that's a lot of different study. They're different things. Yeah, one doesn't flow from one to the other. No. So I didn't look at Geordie on the table. I'm like, what's Ogawa doing here? I looked at Geordie on the table. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mm. Sorry, so, I got distracted. Yeah, of course you did. The wrong distraction. So no so, treaties. Um, no, no, no. I'm going to give my. My three votes is going to go to JLP. Wow. Because he didn't really put it all together. He did appear at the birthday party when he wasn't going to be there. Yes. Um, he did that. But he got pissed at Worf when the Cardassians showed up and Worf wasn't ready to fire. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but I, I just thought that the, the, the Jean-Luc didn't really 
sort of gather it all up together the way that he could have. He well, he was dead in the final universe, but just just throwing that out there. Oh, like that's an excuse. <laughs> we'll actually get to that later. Right. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that later. Um, I kind of like the fact that you would give someone votes for not being there because they're dead. Mm. <laughs> he couldn't piece it together because he wasn't there. I'm harsh. Yeah, yeah. He calls it how he sees it, folks, and harsh. that's why we listen to Unplanned Trek. Trek. Was there a sex candle? No. This is Bruce Horak, and you are listening to Unplanned Track. The best line of the episode. This, we are looking at what the best line of the episode was this week. And obviously you have to write that down. But did you know I wrote... I wrote a line down. Oh, this is so cute. I know, it's, it's <laughs> never happened before, okay? Literally, I have never written a, nine, a, a line. Line? I can't even speak. That's all right. We'll edit that bit too. Yeah, I'm so excited by it. Tell me your line. The I one, wonder if it's one of I've got. Why don't you go first? Okay. Well, if we've got two lines or indeed three lines between us, um, Jim, you're going to be the one that judges which is the best line and potentially the best delivery too because we're trying to get Hollywood contracts here this is the podcast is just a gateway drug for us where we're looking at getting on Picard season four here we come (laughs) they might be saying they're not going to produce it but we know actually I've just I've just realized I actually wrote my line from an episode we didn't watch Great, great (laughs) as relevant as mine I'm sure okay the first one I've got is I hate surprises. Yes, of course you do. Hmm. And the second one I've got, that would make my mother your stepmother. <laughs> I did not consider that. <laughs> Hang on, that would make your mother Oh, that's confusing. So, setting it up, if Worf and Troy are stepbrother and stepsister, Luwaxana Troy is now Worf's stepmother. Oh, God. For those of us who've been married lots of times, that's confusing. Um, Stepmother's not mother-in-law. Isn't it? No. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fucked up shit. I would not enjoy having Luxana in my family. I, I really Wouldn't would. you? I, I would. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I totally would. <laughs> yeah, you would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, could you handle Jim having, or do you have a Luwaxana in your family? Uh, I do not. I think, uh, I think I could not. That would be rough. She's a little obnoxious. I mean, I love her as a character, but woof, that would be tough to deal with. Um, delivery aside, Jim, do either of those lines or another line resonate I mean, as the best one? I can't believe you're not going with I won champion standing. See, oh, in, in my man, head canon, he didn't. He didn't win. He came ninth or he didn't participate. <laughs> What, like 284,999 times? This is that once. one universe. Uh, once. He ran it once. Many competitors weren't memed. I don't like surprises, is, is the vote here for sure. That's, that's a great moment. Thank you, Jim. And I'm sure that was my delivery. I totally. Well, line from another episode. Yeah, yeah, do you want to give us it now? Come on. Give, give us the line give that wasn't them. relevant to this one. Oh, well, I've, got to, I've got to check my notes. Yep. Uh, no, th- um, 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 um. <laughs> tell us the character name. Okay, so we're going. Um, no, I'm not going to tell you the character name. Oh, okay. okay. Jim, for unplanned trek points, which are redeemable at various petrol stations across the country. <laughs> oh. Brain and brain. What is brain? <laughs> uh, Come on. Do you know what it's from, Jim? Oh, I do know it's from Fox Brain. Excellent. Yes. I, yes. With you, you'd be a terrific guest, Jim. You're just proving it in spades. Thank you so much. Love it. Love it. Mm. What? Good God. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Wolf? 
Well, what is it good for? It's good for fighting. And fighting he does. We have touched on it a few times here. We've touched it. <laughs> We've touched Worf. We have touched his... Um, his, his Worf. Touched I his... touched his Worf once. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no, I'm, I'm killing. I'm, I'm ruining this. I'm getting the Yeah, oh. get it out. Excellent. Yeah. We should take a photo of it. What did he touch? Um, Worf. By touch, I mean penis. Yeah, I know, and it's going to sound like I'm saying that, but we saw Worf's trophy in this episode. In fact, several of his trophies, because he's got more than one. Uh, he has got more than one. Well, he's got two, apparently. That's right. And, and, and Troy knows. Yeah, Troy knows now. Yeah, um, she does that. So, we didn't see it on screen, but Worf was in, was in fights to win that trophy, so I'm, I'm going to give him a, a point for that. Um, Jeez, easy buddy point. Well... He it, just talked about it. It's the point of the episode. Listen, listen, if I said, hey, last night, last night, I punched on with like 10 bogans in like the, in, in like the, you know, the bus mall in Hobart, would you believe me? You wanted me to give you more points for what you did last night. <laughs> oh, yeah, but that's, yeah, but I've got video evidence of that. All right. Um, okay, anyway, yeah. you carry on. Thank you, because you are. I am. <laughs> We've got Enterprise versing in the Cardassian ship. Versing? Yeah. They were what, are you 12? Yeah. Versing. My my maturity is of a 12-year-old. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and I've also got... Oh, I'll change this from versing then. Right. Um, the Enterprise against... Oh. The shuttle pod. The the oh. the hairy Riker shot... The shuttle pod. That's a fight. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah good call. So they're the, they're the call. fights I found this week in Parallels. Very nice. The Tuvix Medal. So the Tuvix Medal, it's the sad one of the lot that we've got, named after the most controversial death. Maybe Sim is, is as controversial, but um, Tuvix is probably the internet hero of, of deaths, certainly in the meme world. Uh, it's where we, we take a moment to recognise the, the courage and the deaths that have happened within the episode, usually for the Federation, but sometimes not. Mm. Well, and the thing, in this episode, we don't know how many of those enterprises that went back to their parallel universes then got destroyed. We don't know how many actually got where they wanted to go. No. They could have ended up where the, with the Traveller in some far-off place. They could have ended up in New Zealand. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. unrealistic. Okay, <laughs> that wouldn't ever happen. All right. I've got that LaForge and Picard both passed away in this episode. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah Geordie. Yeah. You, f- you forget mm. Geordie, don't you? Mm. Yeah. You forget Geordie, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, well, there's a quote. Yeah. So, you know, for their... Out, you know, they've been very big characters in, in Next Generation, but they both get a point this week for the Two Vicks medal. No, oh, they both get a point. Yeah. Okay. They I both like they both passed away, so... Think, I'm sure they won't come up in any future episodes. No, no, clearly not. <laughs> No, they'll never be seen again. <laughs> Just like Nagilam. <laughs> Who? <laughs> exactly like that. Thank you. Should have they used a saucer separation? Well, we kind of get to be quiet for this one, Jim. This is where we watch Andrew go to work. How would a source of separation have improved this episode? And this is Andrew's baby. He doesn't take notes. He doesn't need to because he's already rewritten it. Um, I'm, I'm, writing, I'm rewriting it in my head right now. I can see it happening. It's the important question for every episode of Star Trek. Exactly. Particularly when there was no ship available. Yeah, right. But actually, that's my entire point. It is the entire point of every episode of Star Trek. If you have a starship that can split into two starships, why are you not doing it all the fucking time? Because, like, you know, if I was driving a car around and I could, like, make the back half of my car take off and do other shit, right, and I could go and do my normal shit with the front half of the car, I would do it. But, okay, I don't have a car. But, anyway, the point being that... that this is what's going to happen, what should have happened in this episode. And basically, that um, Picard should have worked out that, okay, so Worf 
keeps jumping to different realities. So we have to change something. We have to make mm-hmm. something different so that when he jumps into the next reality, it's really weird. So <laughs> let's separate the saucer. Okay, so the saucer separation happens and then Worf jumps back to his reality and he's like, oh, I've just come back from the Batleft tournament. Many people were maimed. Oh, the holy shit! Why is there only half the ship here? That's a bit weird. And then he would have, like, it would have triggered him to, like, you know, go and investigate stuff happening more. You see? So the source separation would have been the... The, the catalyst? The ca- catalyst. Oh, what a great name word that is. Thank you. I just wanted to save you a little bit. Thank you, thesaurus <laughs> man. Um, because, like, that, but it would have been so obvious. Separate the saucer as this sort of, you know, big sort of jump. To like make him work out what's going on. You know that I don't like to tread on your toes. Oh, fair enough. It, there's another reason we could have separated the saucer as well. Okay, wanker. What? You know when that shuttle pod gets destroyed? Yeah. If they'd done a saucer separation instead, it wouldn't have. Why? Why, why did he have to go on a shuttle? Just put everyone on the other side of the ship. Let him go on the saucer. And I'm sure there's a way of hitting yeah. a button that the saucer will then come back to you. But then Angry Riker would have shot them anyway. But Angry Riker was angry. Wait, the shuttle didn't get destroyed. It was the... You mean the, when the Enterprise got destroyed? Oh, yeah. Maybe they should have sort of separated. Mm. They could have saved some of those... I they were in any shape to start. They, if they had separated, they would have had double the explosion. <laughs> You're ruining my segment. <laughs> I, like, uh, I wasn't intending to, but no. it's, just, it's just fortuitous. It, sorry? I don't know. That's a weird word. Thank you. Okay. I'll edit that one out too. <laughs> Let's move on. Excellent. Good. Great, great idea. Rockwatch. So Rockwatch is named after The Rock, and it's where we look at some of the actors that have guested or appeared on Star Trek and maybe have gone on to better, bigger and better <clears throat> things afterwards. So Andrew, with his IMDb and Wikipedia sponsorships, mm-hmm. um, gives us a bit of knowledge which will help us for the future. <clears throat> now, this one might surprise you a lot, but um, there was a cameo in this episode by a um, young actor called Will Wheaton. I did notice a Will Wheaton in there. <laughs> yes, and now he played a character called Wesley Crusher. And what's amazing to me is that he went on to do many other things in, you know, the acting universe and also recapped his role as Wesley Crusher in a few other things. So, yeah, and and actually, look... And to be serious, um, not that I'm ever serious, but... um, Citation required. <laughs> the really cool thing about this episode is that... Um, I can't remember who wrote it, Brandon Bragger or whatever, um, they decided to bring back Wesley for the episode. They were going to bring back um, Tasha. It must have been the same bridge then. Yeah, correct. Yeah, right. Yeah. They were going to bring back Tasha Yar, but they thought that would be too similar to yesterday's Enterprise. So they... Because they were using the same set. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, because sets cost money. Actors yeah. don't. Right. Um, So they rang up Will and said, can you come back? Because he actually has virtually no, like, lines or any purpose. Correct. We we actually haven't mentioned him in any segment. No. That's how invested in the episode he was. Yeah. Yeah. So so he's my rock watch for this week. That's a great one. Thank you very much. Yeah. Can I I give a bonus rock watch? Yeah. Please do. This is good. The, The actor who played the... The goal... Who shows up? The Cardassian goal. Yeah. Who shows up? Was actually. And this, you guys are gonna love this. this is so unplanned. He was in the Kelvin Star Trek 2009 movie. No. As one of the Vulcans who got splashed <clears throat> by the rocks when everything's collapsing and Spock's mom dies. Oh no! Why? Yeah. How about that little? He nugget? got he got smacked with Winona Ryder. Trying to run out of there and got hit by a rock. Do you remember this at all? Yeah, totally. Which is a literal rock watch. <laughs> literally. Yeah, that's right. There you go. That's, and, that's and, why I brought it up. And, <laughs> and it also it also shows how ridiculous Vulcans are. It's like, you know, like you're gonna run out of a cave, that's gonna help you. Like, dude, just 
Just sit down, crack a beer and go, well, I'm going to die anyway. So what the fuck? There's two things. There's what, how Vulcans handle situations, but also how Sarek would have handled the situation. Sarek would have had sex with 27 people. <laughs> and had 54 children. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Amanda. And it's accurate. Yeah, there's a there's a popular Vulcan saying, which is, Amanda, I've got some news. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, again? <laughs> Hi, I'm Earl Grey. And I'm Jack Dorino. We are the makers of Let's Talk About Treks. It's an episodic review of today's best visions of the future. That's Star Trek. We do deep dives on every episode about a week after release. We hope you'll join us. It's fun. It's exhausting. It's funny. It's strange. You're strange. We talk strangely about Star Trek. We do. You do. We both do. And we hope you'll join us. You can find Let's Talk About Treks wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, that's all the segments done. There's only oh, a couple of... I, no, no, I got a... This is Unplanned Trek. I got a segment for oh, you. Oh, I got yeah. a new segment. It's... Wow. Quanta, it's the... Hold on, I think... It is... We are going to have... It's the Quantum Game Show. It's Jim's Quantum Game Show. For those that know how many times they say quantum in this show. We haven't said the word quantum yet. Oh. The word quantum is all over this episode. So I'm going to tell you right now, there are eight references to quantum something in this episode. I'm going to give you one, quantum reality, right? There's, they, they say quantum reality like a million times. Mm -hmm. How many can you guys name? Come on. Well, How many quantum well, realities... I wrote... Do you remember? There's seven more that they say quantum this thing, quantum this thing. It's amazing. It happens... They all happen in like a 10-minute span. It's unbelievable. Look, look, I wrote exactly seven notes for this episode. <laughs> One of them is wharf hair, um, mm, happy birthday too expensive, Riker wanker, but the, one of the others is quantum signature. Quantum signature and quantum reality. Oh. Mm. Okay, so and there's eight, there's so there's eight individual there's different quantum. There's six more. Um, is is mechanics one of them? Quantum no. About you one. Quantum physics theory mm. about um, the possibilities coming true. Quantum todger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one that I one made the edit. Think, yeah. yeah, that one was in a deleted scene. Yeah. <laughs> quantum penis? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the rest. There's quantum fissure. Ooh. There's a quantum flux. Oh, we've all had them. There's a quantum state. No. Oh. A quantum anomaly. And the quantum incursions. Oh. Eight different quantums. Oh, I hate... Absolutely. Uh, I love Technobabble. And there's just the, at the height of Trek Technobabble. I just, I just hate having a quantum anomaly up my fissure. It's so yeah. disappointing. <laughs> yeah, we're not launching our webpage, are we? Um, just yet. Um, and if we do, there's not going to be the gallery section. Yeah, no. That, that's fantastic. Um, and look, I'm going to make a musical sting to accompany that. Um, you oh, said. Right, so I, I didn't mean to get so unplanned, but you know. Well, well, somebody has to plan this yeah. shit because seriously, I'm not. That was enjoyable. It absolutely was. <laughs> so, um, Jim, um, for people that haven't listened to um, Trek Ranks, um, do you want to describe a little bit about your show but also how people can get in touch with you? Sure. I am on Twitter at Trek Ranks or you can check us out at trekranks.com. Trek Ranks is a podcast about all the things we love about Star Trek. We just love it all. So... We just talk about, we just pick a topic, and everybody picks five things that they love about that topic, and we just have a big love fest. We love, oh. we love Star Trek. Excellent. And there's so much negativity out there. You're not going to find that in our show. There's no bottom fives. There's no, there's no uh, worst of. It's just. No Keiko O'Brien medal. Yeah. Nope. But we do it with love. Okay. 
That's true. We love Keiko. We love Keiko on Trek Range. Keiko rules. Mm. We, we, we named our negative medal after her and she's yet to register a point in it. So there you go. We, it's and unfair. It should have been the Neelix medal. He's happy to be there. He is happy to be there. The man can he wear a need to be there. The man can wear a couch. He can wear a couch. <laughs> yeah. Um, Trick yeah, Rex is at Trick Rex or at Enterprise Extra on Twitter. Excellent. Thanks, Jim. And for um, for people out there, it's one that I've got um, the the bell, the notifications bell for. It's it's a very enjoyable podcast, and as Jim touched on, really positive. It's celebrating all the good things about Trek, which I hope we do a little bit too. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. Um, uh, well, uh, 90, 92%. Yeah, yeah, well, well, that, that's still pretty high for us. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, all is left is to reveal what we're watching next week. Oh, come on, spin the wheel. I'm really looking forward to this. We haven't done one of these ones for a while. We're going to jump back into Strange New Worlds. Right. And, and watch me mispronounce it. Yeah. We're going to watch The Illusion Kingdom. Oh, so I've heard that episode. It might be the Elysium. Elysium. Okay. Yeah. I knew I wouldn't get it right, but no. I have learned to say Porthos, which I really do struggle with. That's actually like pretty good, That's mate. That's almost yeah. there, isn't it? But um, it's the one where they get all dressed up and go into the Benny Russell world of um, literature. It's like um, cosplay in cosplay. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And the characters go a little bit off book. We get to see Pike being weak. Um, we get to see... We get to see a great Ortegas too. Also, also, there's a Porthos medal. Grudge medal. Oh, oh, jeez. Yeah. I've, 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 I've ruined it. Yeah, I'll edit that there's bit. A do- yeah, because, uh, there's a, because, uh, Lan Noonien Singh has the, has the dog. Which is her dog in real life. He's correct. Yeah, really. Yeah. Right. So that's... And the- you can hear Hammer say, Abra! Cadabra! This is Bruce Horan. That's right, the magician himself. I didn't commit to that. I should have committed harder. Look, I've I've never I've never seen the episode before, clearly. (laughs) So I'm. You're gonna love it. I'm 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 hanging for it. This is great. It will be fun. So, um, guys, if you're listening to this when we've dropped it, you've got a week to watch that one and be prepared for our next show here on Unplanned Trek. It's just not what you'd expect. That's because it's unplanned trick. Unplanned. Wait. In plant. Wait, hold on. Unplanned. Wait. What is it? Unplanned trick. Oh, it, it, it bores the shit out of me. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> You know, and I'm like, you know, I've got this fucking hat on. Yeah. Okay, so this is great. Yeah. It-